to life lessons for times such as now. We have tonight with us Tracy and Crystal. Hi. And I'm Renee. Hello, everyone. Please like and share on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Again, welcome. And tonight's topic, after we had some very in-depth conversation, is going to be the lies we tell ourselves. Wow. Wow. Let that sit for a minute. We got a reaction from Trey. So I guess I'll begin. It's some, we've been having this conversation since we last um, saw you all on the on the screen here for our podcast and we feel like tonight's a heavy topic so just brace yourself because we might have to peel back some layers okay um so what is a lie right hmm. lie is not the truth lie is a disbelief lie is a fabrication lie could be imagination but a lie is something that if we're not careful, we tell ourselves over and over and over again. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of delve into this topic about the lies we tell ourselves because I, for one, I don't know about the ladies, but I think from the conversation, they'll get to chime in on it. But I know I've told myself one of the most incredible lies and it's the lie that actually saved my life is that God didn't love me. Mm. Wow. Um, I think I remember sharing with y'all the last time that um, I was 18. I remember exactly. Actually, I was 17 going on 18 years old. And um, I challenged God. I was like, if you are who you say you are, then you're going to save me. Right? Because... The lies that I have been told up until that time and that point in my life, they were my troops, <laughs> you know, to me in my mm -hmm. world, through my lenses, they were, they were real. Like my father didn't love me. My mother was abusive and, and I was just put on this earth to be abused by her. All I was good for was just, you know, fun and games. Um, I, uh, wasn't going to be a good mother, um, which I was an early teen pregnant um, at 15. I had my son at 16 years old um, that I would end up like my mother. I mean, just so many lies that I, like at 50, almost seven years old, can say proudly that I now know the truth about a good portion of that, right? But I start with that God didn't love me because of the challenge in my life. And I said to him specifically, if you are who you say you are to me, then you're going to have to save me. Mm. And I remember distinctly my aunt who is, if it wasn't for her being the mother figure in my life, um, the phone rang in that instant. And I could hear her calling out my mother, telling her to get up that she was on her way to get Renee and her and my uncle 
were and has always been um kind of the 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 the, the forefront of after Jesus Christ, my salvation, if you will, <laughs> to live in life, because if it wasn't for them, I don't know where I would have been in terms of having parents in my life, someone who would represent what that should look like for me at that age, at 17. And when that happened, I still didn't get the recognition on like, okay, God saved me until like years later, maybe I was 20 or so. But I do remember a matter of fact, Tracy, if you remember that story when me and Ivan was driving to North Carolina and God showed me the handprint in the sky. Mm. And what was I? It was a buck, man. I was like 20 something when I got married, 23. So, you know, just do the math. From that time, I've been struggling with the lies, mm. like so many lies. Mm. And the reason that this topic is so important and you ladies can, you know, you can chime in, but it's because when you struggle with the truth, it's it's like it gets all mixed in there and it's like mud and rain and water and you just can't never tell, you know, which is which. Like, you know, you're in it and you're feeling like, okay, this is, this is what I know. Mm -hmm. And then you have people telling you, no, this is what is so. And then you have the truth, right? And in all of that, you have to decipher from which is the truth and from what is the lie. Mm. So I don't know how you feel about that. Um, Tracy, mm -hmm. but I, I'd like to just kick off a conversation about some of the lies we tell. Yeah, ourselves. yeah, that was pretty good right there. Mm -hmm. um, for me, I believe that the lies that are told begins with someone else. Mm. Don't begin with us, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the lies that was told to me was when I was young. I was told I was ugly. Mm. I was called, you know, I'm black. Or they would say that, you know, I was crispy. You know, I was darker when I was younger. Yeah, they used to call me crispy. Um, they would call me really skinny. I was invaluable. That's the lie I told myself. Based on the lies others told me. I was told that um, Black people basically aren't nothing. I was told that um, that we are inferior. Um, and all of that is a lie. I was told that my natural, beautiful hair mm. was the worst type of hair to have. I was told that kinky hair is the worst. So you would hear people tell you that long, straight, curly hair is the best hair to have. So we would wear uh, weaves. Mm. I used to wear weaves because I believed the lie. But I do remember when I had my daughters, I would tell them that their hair, were their hair was beautiful because it was a lie that was being told in this world. The lies that I started telling myself based on that was that I couldn't be loved. Like you, Renee, I couldn't be loved. Mm -hmm. Who would want to love someone like that with all I just described to you? Mm -hmm. Why would you want to love me? Mm -hmm. I was like a bamboo. I was a, a bamboo. A bamboo. Yeah, bamboo. Bamboo, right? Yeah. yeah. I was called all of those names. Monkey, this, you know, I was called all that. Who would want to love that? I didn't. I didn't want to love me either. Wow. Because I was believing the lies that was told to me. And it took me a long time, ladies, a long time to finally love me. Recently, actually. <laughs> um, 
I started believing the lies that men would tell me. I would make, make things up in my own head, right? Because it felt safer believing the lie. Because if I really saw it as a truth, then I would have to do something about it because it wasn't good for me. So I would actually put myself in this mental position so that I can do whatever made me feel good. Hmm. Whether it was to be with a man that was horrible, terrible. And you know, I like to say terrible instead of terrible. And terrible. Because uh -huh, that's emphasizing how terrible they were. Mm. Terrible. Mm. Um, <laughs> and, you know, other things. You know what I mean? Um, the lies that I told myself. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's that's where... I was with those lies. And each and every day you fight your mind not to believe some of those false narratives, right? What do you think, Chris? I'm sitting here listening to your you ladies. Mine came later in life about lies. You know the saying that you're told something enough you begin to believe it. And I think mine kind of, you know, creeped up on me. And I've always, um, for some reason, people always wanted to lie on me and just, you know, try to destroy my character. So I'm, I was always in battle with that. But at some point in my life, somehow I started to believe that. And that's where my self-esteem started to dwindle because I'm fighting all the time, fighting these lies that were being told on me. And it just, after a while, it just became, um, it just became a part of me or grew on me, if you will. Mm. So hence, then I began to believe that I wasn't worthy. I wasn't good enough. Everything I did was wrong, no matter how hard I tried to do it right. In hindsight, 2020, it wasn't me at all. It was what Tracy said, what people put on me, mm -hmm. that I began to believe it and grow into it and walk into it and, and just like not feel as beautiful and as confident as I once did in my life because of being beat down so much. And so much negativity um, being thrown my way that I'm always fighting and combating and trying to tell myself, I know it's a lie. So why am I believing it? Mm. Why am I feeling this way? What happened? Mm. Where did my strength go? Where did my beauty go? Where did my joy go? Mm. You know? So things like that. So that's what happened to me. And 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 as a matter of fact, I'm still kind of there. You know, I'm coming out of it now. I mean, this is the truth. Right. This is my truth. And when I look back at these things, and um it was it was very hurtful, just like you all said. You know, it started from childhood, because a lot of things start from childhood. Right. You know I mean, that's what shapes us and uh shape shapes us into who we are you know being ignored 
Mm-hmm. You know, because when you're ignored, then you feel less than. Right. And you just feel like you're just there. And I think I've said that before, right. always being put on the back burner. So then at that point, you lose your voice. Because you don't think that what you have to say is important because no one cares to listen. Or you get smacked in the mouth for saying it. Right. And after they've asked you to say it and tell you what's wrong, right? Mm-hmm. So. so Tracy used to laugh at me all the time as I be having full-blown conversations with myself. Mm-hmm. She'll be upstairs like, Chris, you talking to yourself again? I'm like, yup. I talked you to said myself. used to? You said used to. Is that what you said? Mm. Okay. <laughs> I talked to myself because it wasn't that one. Wow. I mean, the, the no. not having no no one to talk to and and internalizing, which is something, you know, that we do. Um I don't know. I I don't know that necessarily I've I'm going to say I lean more towards what you ladies are saying that this just happened for me as a declaration at the age of 50 Hmm. that I would refute the lies. And the way I knew was at my 50th birthday party, my cousin was looking at me with this look and it was almost like a look like, yo, Renee is mad chill, yo, she's cool. Like all the lies, like it just hit me like, what was she thinking before then? Like, I would never know because that's the lies they painted. I was crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was wilding out, right? I was the problem one, right? I was the one with the problem, but I was hiding that very issue from the world about my own mother. So I kind of took that on as being my cloak in the world to protect her. At the same time, being abused and being told all of those same lies. But what happens is I don't think that we can we can begin to know what that really feels like until we start like taking off some of those anchors and those shackles. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you feel me? Like, until like what I'm thinking I'm hearing us say today, it's like, you know, like that's like 150 years, like between us three. You feel me? (laughs) Like, just stopping at 50. I'm not talking about right this present time. I'm saying 150 years between three women. Mm -hmm. Right? You're talking about a century, quarter century of lies. And it take, and see, we all strong. I think that, I think that people probably could gather that. But you know what it took to get to this place? The Mm -hmm. not, the not believing the lies, obviously. To standing up for ourselves, obviously, to not accepting the lies, obviously, a lot of different things that I could think about in my life. About I, I, I have to just stay on. Renee is crazy. You heard about Renee? Yeah, you know Renee is out there again. Yep. You know you seen Renee? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where Renee at? Oh, she probably. Oh, I know what she doing. Yeah, Renee, Renee, mm-hmm. Renee. But they never understood the internal the pain. Right. Right. that I experienced Come right. on. Mm-hmm. and what I was going through while I'm sifting yeah. through. And I love what you said, Crystal. I knew it wasn't true. You even heard Tracy say in the beginning, I was so like docile and just so, you know, sweet. It sounds corny, but I was right. I was just so innocent yeah. and 
so friendly and I couldn't say nothing and my feelings would get hurt easy. They still do. But, you know, I don't take that now, you know, with a grain of salt because that's my inner personality. Right. right? But the world has taught me how to be this person because of the lie, yeah. because of me scrapping. Yeah. yeah to the real renee like and i was like i started out the, with the real renee like how the flip did that happen how did that reversal right. take place to where now i'm fighting through a bunch of i'm not a good mother i wasn't a good wife i mean these are the lies that was told mm -hmm. you know um i'm a drug addict junkie you know i stay ripping and running can't keep still so you know when when i start to think about like when did I recognize that, you know, that I wasn't going to accept those lies and believe those lies and live out those lies and wear those lies anymore? It took me a very long time. And I remember at 30 something, the first time I ever said to my mother, no, like, and I was already a third going around, had a third child, my daughter. And we'll talk about that later down the segments, how that changed my life, because I believe that that's just where everything pivoted and the, the trajectory path that had been slated for me to be out, out here living a lie, basically, you know, and not living my truth. See, today I live my truth. If I don't want to do something, I ain't doing it. If I don't mm -hmm. want to be somewhere, I'm not being somewhere. If I don't feel like what you're saying about me is right, I love that too, Crystal, about the voice. I could speak up today. Because losing your voice and being um, the other side of that, Tracy said, being, you know, um, fair-skinned with long hair, you know, being ostracized, that's another lie. You know, you know, you got long hair. You so pretty. I ain't feel pretty. I still to struggle today when people say, you so beautiful. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. I don't know nothing yeah. about that lie. You know, mm -hmm. so, yeah, it, it becomes to be like, can we... Reverse the lie, do y'all think? So let me just let me just say this that I can definitely relate to you. You know that I can, Renee, because you and I have been partners in crime, if you will, not taking no mess right. throughout our life, right? So I used to be very angry as well. And it's the flip side of anger is what? Pain. Pain. Mm. And yeah. the pain from not being recognized as a kid, right? I was a grown up running around really as a kid. That was a hurt kid, right? Because mm -hmm. I definitely, you know, was taunted as a kid. I received all type of type of abuse as we spoke about in a previous episode. So I walked around very angry, right? And so it didn't take much for me to just set it off. And don't let Renee and I be together. Oh my gosh. Because I we're both. Be laughing. Off. No one's helping, no one's helping the other one, right? Both of us is going like we're about to go ham on somebody. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say. Right. About to go ham on somebody. Um, and she's right, it's because of the pain. Mm -hmm. But I remember, you know, when I stopped believing in the colorism. Mm. I stopped believing in the lie that society tells us that the darker you are, the blacker you are, the nappier your hair is, the uglier you are. So when I started having my children and my oldest daughter, you know, she's fair skinned, 
uh, but she had kinky hair. And I used to, you know, brush her hair, put it in, you know, nice little hairstyles, you know, because I wanted her to feel beautiful. I wanted her to know that all of her was beautiful. Mm-hmm. But my last daughter, um, I have two daughters. My last daughter came out really dark skin, really dark skin, beautiful, beautiful dark skin girl. Yes, she is. And I cried hysterically. I cried hysterically because I knew I had a fight ahead of me. I had a fight ahead of me because I had to fight this society, you know, with my daughter's self-esteem. I had to fight with it because you hear it on television. You hear media saying, oh, she had good hair. Oh, you know, oh, she's beautiful. She's light-skinned. You mm-hmm. always hear that. Mm-hmm. So if you don't hear that a, a beautiful dark-skinned woman, and you don't have to even say dark-skinned or, or, or what colors, you know, what shade she is, just that she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I knew I had a fight ahead of me. And from the time my daughter was born until now, which is true, she's beautiful. Yes, she is. Absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I kept fighting that lie. Mm. And I told her, I drilled it in the head. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. I told both of my daughters, your hair is beautiful, beautiful. Mm. Because Mm. I knew that once they came out of my home, someone may say nappy head, which they had to deal with that as well. Mm -hmm. Blackie. Oh, you chocolate. Oh, you know, you so ugly with your ugly black behind self. You know, my daughter had to deal with that. So imagine if I didn't tell her. Mm. Imagine. Right. And she still went through some things, some self-esteem issues because of society. Mm-hmm. So I understand, Renee, exactly, you know, what you were talking about with the anger. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, having a dark skinned daughter and even dark skinned boys. Mm-hmm. I have one fair skin and I have one a little darker than the other one. Mm-hmm. You know, I still had to let them know that they were still beautiful, mm-hmm. handsome. Mm-hmm. You know, and they are. I always made sure that I instill their blackness right. and embrace who you are mm-hmm. because I'm fighting against the lie. Mm-hmm. Nicely said. Yeah. Yeah. And I think with all of that, I too became very angry mm. at one point in my life. And, um, you know, from the nice, sweet, bubbly person that people know, and I'm still that way, but. I became very angry and I wanted to fight. And it's funny that my daughter and I, she was bringing, we were talking and she brought up some things that I really don't remember, but it was just the anger. And some of my friends used to call me tick, tick, boom. Mm. Now boom is over. You? you? Yeah, me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yes, me. Um, yeah. Tick, boom. And wow. it's because when I realized that I had that mechanism, if you will, in me, fade to black for real. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember. And then in my conscious mind, it's like, wow, I need to get that beast under control. Mm-hmm. Because either I'm going to die or somebody going to die, or I'm going to be in jail. And then when I snap out of it, it's going to be like, what happened? Mm-hmm. To the point to where I would run up into somebody's house. You take me there? Like my daughter said, that she said it so eloquently. 
I will give you the shirt off my back, but you don't want me to go there because mm -hmm. it's going to be ugly. And since we're talking about this, it's, it's just rage inside of you because all of that pain and hurt that you have endured and that you feel, because I'm internal. So I pull everything down. You know what I mean? So I don't wear my emotions on my sleeve. So if I'm hurting, you probably won't know it. You won't know the depth of how I'm hurting. I may say something or maybe I won't, but you won't know because I don't wear my emotions on my sleeve. And I'm still working through that right now. My friends said they have never seen me cry. And as long as me and Tracy have been friends. And I was like, what? Y'all never seen, I cry. So I had to ask my sister, I'm like, sis, you ain't never seen me cry? She was like, well, I've seen some tears come down your face, mm -hmm. but I've never seen you snot. And when my mother passed away and I had some friends there and they was like, they didn't know what to do. They were like, what? I didn't know what to do. That's the most I've ever seen, you know, cry. And that wasn't long. It seemed like it was an eternity for me because I could not stop. And I think it was just all the hurt mm -hmm. being ignored. Like you, Renee, wanted the acceptance from your mother, right. you know, and how you know, she didn't give me what it is that I needed. And I asked her one day and her, th her thing was, she said to me that she knew that I was strong. She didn't physically abuse me or anything. Mine was more like ignoring. She said that I knew you, that you were strong and you didn't need as much attention as your sister did. Mm. What? I understand being grown, but no, I still needed the same love and attention and affection that you gave her. Well, I think with that, Crystal, um, I hear us all, Tracy, that we're all very brave, right? So in the fight of not really knowing whatever it was, the lies that, you know, that we were told, I mean, that we had to live through, you know, I was the you know, the pecan sheep of my family. And sometimes, you know, I've learned to accept and embrace it. You know, like I said before, I don't do things no more unless I want to. You know, I've come to accept and to love me for me today, to, you know, and embrace who I am. And, you know, it, those lies cascade and they shift and they go into marriages, right? Yeah. And relationships. And, you know, I told myself that lie that my ex husband and I would be together forever. Right. Come on now. <laughs> and if you know me and him, we, you know, we was two peas in a pot. Yes. You couldn't tell. Started and we met and we was 18 and 17. And remember, I told you, I asked God to, to, to save me and he did and stuck me somewhere nice and cozy for a minute to let me regroup. And that's where I met my ex-husband, you know, and, um, and in that meeting and encounter, we split for a couple of years and then I ran into him again, you know, out in Brooklyn, you know, Brookline, Brookline, you know, I'm from Harlem. So, you know, we ain't mess with them Brooklyn brothers, you know, <laughs> but, you know, there was something about them, you know, I ain't gonna lie, you know, and um, that was a lie. Thank you. He was the devil. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. My ex-husband was the devil. 
he picked up where Cookie left off. And then I believe they was in cahoots together, <laughs> you know, in the spirit realm, you know, like who's going to win to for my demise, you know, and it took me a long time to not believe that lie. Like, I love you. I want to be with you forever. Mm. Mm. No, that wasn't that wasn't a truth. Mm. You know, mm. and I think it was just basically keeping tabs on me and reporting back to my family, you know, what I was doing and who I was doing. Mm. Okay. And um <laughs> and that we was together. Now, what kind of lie is that? How you how you saying we together and you know I'm messing around with Tony? You know I got Tony on the side. You know Tony been there. <laughs> And Tracy, no, I ain't lying. <laughs> and then we go before the family, lie, you know, we divorced and we still together. How the fuck did that yeah. work out? Right. And that was the big, that was the hugest lie of them all, that we mm -hmm. were still together. And it mm -hmm. became so, so much that it was a joke. Like, oh yeah, you and me together next week. Let's see who you got, you know? And I did, I played that out. And then next week it was Mark. And then uh, the month after that, It'd be Jim Bob, <laughs> then Billy Bob, Teddy Bob, any Bob, a dude. I can't. You I know? can't. But then me and him were still together. What kind of lie is that? But right. you know what kind of lie is that? Right. Yeah. And Ooh. he did not save the marriage. He ain't tried. He did not try. He didn't try to save the marriage. And then I ended up being the crazy one, you know? And I really, this is the lie I told myself. You ready? I really wanted to be married to that brother. To him. I didn't know he was going to go Hold on. What? Y'all know I was going there. Come on. I said the lies we tell ourselves. Wait, what episode y'all think we on? Let me say something. I want to let you know, my sister, you just punched me dead in my face, okay? Yeah, you really did. So hold on one moment. Let me just pick up my eyeballs. Hold oh, hold on a minute. Get your eyeball out. Hey, hey, to life lessons, ladies. The life lessons. The life lessons. You heard you? What? I said that. Come on now. You know, I told Tracy, listen, Tracy said, Renee, I don't know what we're going to do. Chris, when we was calling you, it was like part dear. Okay, because this one we cannot, we, it's not gonna be no one episode, right? Because you don't lie to yourself if you believe that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wow, you know what? I said that this podcast is not only to help others, and I that I was going to be healed too from this podcast, you know what I mean? Because, like I said, we all you know going through things in our lives. And as I've mentioned, I am still married, but like you just said, but why? He's not trying to do anything to uh, fix this thing. Mm. He done, he done lied on me so much that it used to be a joke around here when he would talk about me. I would be over Tracy's house, but I'm over some, some dude's house. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, and he would say all this stuff to the kids and they used to be sitting there cracking up like he is crazy. I go to the store. She would have wow. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what? <laughs> Why is it that everybody else know me, but my husband doesn't? Wow. You know what I mean? Why am I? The reason why was because everything that he was trying to inflict on me, that is what he was doing. Mm. 
You know what I'm saying? So, okay, well, let me try to throw shade on her and make her look bad and degrade her and her character just so I can look good. He was he he was that type of person. I'm going to step on you so I can look good. Wow. You know what I mean? So, man, girl, you just punched me all lies. in my face. Mm. It's lies. It's lies. Oh, I didn't Trey, know. I know you. Trey, come on. You was there. You got to change. Wait, I didn't know on, we Trey. were going to go here. But you know what, Renee, again, let me just tell you guys that all three of us, we really have like parallel lives. Um, but Renee and I, our, our stories are sometimes similar, right? So I was with a guy. I'm not even going to go there with my ex-husband because, you know, it was just so terrible, terrible that I, I, I left out of there, you know, as soon as I got a little bit of senses. Maybe he knocked them in there. Who knows? You know. So I thank him for that. Um, but Tracy. But uh, <laughs> well, it's true. Oh, uh, but um, I was dating a guy for a very long time, longer than my marriage, and I was believing the lie. Tracy, I don't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I believed that lie so much that I was with him for a long time, Oof. and I believed that he loved me. He had everybody fooled for a minute. He, you know, was showing, I think, every way that he loved me. He was a provider. He was a protector. He was there for my children. Even when sometimes I couldn't make it to, like, a, a meeting at the school, he would go. He was doing all these things. But the lie was, he was living a double life. If not a triple life, who knows? Wow. He was still with his children's um, mother. Um, he was lying, um, you know, and sometimes, you know, I would say, you know, well, why aren't I really seeing your kids? Mm. But I struggled with that because I didn't want to see his kids because I, I had four of my own. I didn't want to be bothered with children. So I really didn't question it, but it was in me. Like, Trey, come on now. Right. You got to come on. I know you don't believe all this, but of course I did. I would go to his house in Brooklyn, right? But he had the downstairs and his parents had like the upstairs, they owned uh, the house. But he showed signs that he was living a double life. He even bought me an engagement ring. We used to go to therapy. That man had a kid on me and I didn't even know it, okay? That's how much I was believing the lie. My. Um, he would hide the picture when I would come, so I didn't know anything about the kid for five years. I didn't know. Wow. Um, you know, and so it started coming out, but I knew in my spirit, Tracy, you got to get away from him. I didn't know if he put a root, some chicken feet, chicken bone. I don't know what he did for me to stay. <laughs> You're laughing, but for me to stay so long, I'm like, why did I? What, what? So I'm dealing with regret you know, and disappointment about myself mm. because now, thank God that I'm free from that man. Wow. Thank Girl, you, say it. I didn't say that part, y'all, but I am. Thanks. I, I, I yes. was with him 25 years and we wasn't even married. Married seven together 25. How? How I'm divorced yeah. from a brother for 25 years? Don't make no sense. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. But I had to take him to the altar. Mm. I had to take him to the altar. Do you hear mm. me? Mm. I had to get on my knees and pray him out of here. Deep. Because I was caught up. I was caught up. Um, and God removed him mm -hmm. out of my mind. 
because you know that, that that soul tie supposedly wow. you know it's hard to no, get no, rid no, of supposedly that's not a lie that's a soul I, tie. i'm just saying right be I on mean, the negative I'm, side I'm, I'm talking about like i'm talking about like the soulmate because mm-hmm. i believe because one of one of my lies was he was my soulmate mm-hmm. no one no one he went my soulmate god ain't have me with him wow no i decided to stay with that man although god showed me time and time again this man ain't for you this is not yours mm-hmm. um but now like i said i am free mm-hmm. and free indeed i love I that when you say that free indeed part yes yes I mean, these are you know these are the lies and there's many 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 more mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. you know i got a call from my uncle my mother's younger brother one of them anyway recently and i love my uncle sammy and you know he called and he said baby um i started telling him about some of the stuff and they all shocked because i kept the secret chris and trey to this day they didn't know half the stuff my mother did and um we got to talking about it and i was explaining to him some of the treachery if you will and he said baby your mother had her own affliction and demons but she loved you I said lies. <laughs> I did. I did. I didn't even listen. I told y'all that I don't play no more with. I don't play them games with myself. I said if you want to believe that about your sister, if that's gonna make you feel good about her rest of soul, then you do that. But I can't do it, right? I am not because I have a daughter, my baby Nunu, just made twenty three, and there's no way in, in God's green earth, the mountains, the side, the sea, the valleys, the hills, the sky, the birds the water, there's no way that I could have ever, ever even fathom doing anywhere near what my mother did to me as a daughter. You hear Tracy talk about protecting. I love my sons, don't get me wrong, but it's something changes in you when you have a daughter, right? As a woman, right? Mm-hmm. And that lie, I never, I never lived up to that. I am a good mother, that they said. I love what Tracy said a couple of episodes ago. That's what they said, right? That's what they told me. That ain't my truth. My truth is I was a good wife, right? I am a good mother. I am a good friend. I am a good niece, granddaughter, all of the lines. I was a great daughter. Thank God I still have a a, a lasting parent, my, my father. And I get to share that in with him, right? And my siblings, and what's a shame to me is the lies cost me 30 years of relationship with my father, mm. right? 30 years of relationship, you know, with the man that, you know, was synonymous to, you know, God, the father in heaven and this earth as close as to a human being that I will ever understand as being a Godhead in my life, right? And, you know, I just thank God for, you know, restoration and the fact that he can, you know, still... And pushing 80 still love me. My uncle and my aunt are still here that raised me. And they still love me, right? And they show that to me, you know? I don't have anything to prove today, right? About whatever lies was told. I don't have to run around screaming. I used to feel like I was screaming to the top of the hills. Look at me. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Yeah. Hey, lion. Right, but I'm here to tell you today that I don't believe the lies. I choose not to, and then if I do hear 
any lie, the first thing I do say is it's the devil. And mm -hmm. he is a lie. He's the father of lies. He sure is. And I do not subscribe to none of his work. Okay. And so, yeah, that's it. Um, I don't know. I didn't expect it to go this way either, Trey. I know. You never do. I know. Yeah. Our yeah. Our truth. Yeah. So what are you? So 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 what are your your last thoughts, Chris? Well, my last thoughts is this. If it quacks like a duck, <laughs> if it walks like a duck, quack, quack, it is. And for us women, we do know the signs and we do see the signs. You better go ahead and take heed to those things because what we see and what we feel is the truth. Mm. Is the truth. Mm. We have to learn how to not make excuses, believe those lies, or cover up the lies, mm. what we want, opposed to what God has for us and what we know deep down in our hearts. Wow. To be true. That was good. That was good. Renee, you have anything, you know, any last words? Well, you know, I'm always the emotional one. And I really feel a release for being able to share it with y'all. You know, like Tracy said, our lives are parallel. But sometimes, you know, it's good to go and do some soul searching and and recognize, you know, that we don't have to believe those lies. Um, domestic violence is real. Comes in all shapes and forms. Sexual, emotional, psychological, mental, right? And it's financial and physical and verbal. And it sounds like the lies have cost us, you know, quarter century, over a century, you know, and more, 150 years between us and then still counting, thank the Lord. So I choose not to believe the lies today, Trey and Chris. Mm -hmm. That's my final thought. And I'm glad that, that everyone that's listening, that the ones that's, you know, here and, um, what we've been talking about tonight, I just pray that you don't believe the lies anymore either. Or you could start somewhere. At least know it's a lie. Mm -hmm. That was good right there. That was good. good. Um, for me, you know, um, Crystal said uh, the analogy of look like a duck, quack like a you know, quack like a duck. Mine is if you smell smoke and you see some smoke, there's a fire. Hmm. And I remember when I was still caught up in the lies, right? Because I am a romantic woman. I love romance. <laughs> and I relate that to music, right? And so whenever sometimes I would play music, I would fantasize in my head what I thought I had. I would fantasize in my head that he's loving me, fantasizing in my head that we're going to get married. <laughs> I'm just listening to the music. And I'm just fantasizing that we're going to slow dance. He's going to just gaze into my eyes and go, oh, I love you so much, Tracy. And we're going to be together forever. Lies. I told myself. So every now and again, I listen to some of my music. And that side of me want to go there and want to find something or someone to attach it to. I immediately shut it down. No, no, that's not the truth. Mm -hmm. I battle 
with the truth. I say, I want the truth and not the lie. That's good. So the truth is, I'm single today. The truth is, I'm waiting for my husband. Mm. The truth is, if he's not sent by God, then it is what it is. Can I get disappointed if I meet a man and he's not what I thought he was? I'd rather be disappointed now than to take years to realize it was a lie. That's good. Thank you so much, guys, for being here, listening to another wonderful episode of Life Lessons. Listen, if you want to be a part of our podcast, please drop a question. We will answer them. Drop a question, you know, or even put down a comment if you would like, right? Continue to join us on YouTube. Hit subscribe and share. We really appreciate your support. We are also, if you can't watch us on YouTube, then please listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, and Google. We want to thank you guys so much for taking the time out to share it with us. Until next time, life lessons for times such as now. Have a good one. Take care. Good night. Good night. Good night. Bye for now.